can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. G'day folks, Peter here. Welcome back to Mondays Down Under on the Talking Pools podcast. Joined today by Shane in New Zealand. G'day Shane, how are you? Hey Peter, pretty good in yourself? Very, very well. Are you enjoying that dinner that you're eating? I am, yes. What what exactly is it? A little conversation prior recording. (laughs) Tell everyone what you think it might be. It's a... a, uh, it looks like a chicken and vegetable risotto, maybe. Maybe chicken, maybe cat, who knows? It is rather tasty, maybe, it is, yep, it is very tasty, I mean we're, uh, we're next to a lot of takeaway, takeaway and eat out places, and there is always a lot of uh, seagulls and pigeons around, so who knows? Mm. Pulled a... Um little duckling out of a pool that's good pulled a little duckling out of a pool uh, out of a pool I was working on yesterday it scurried in there boy these little guys can move it almost ran across the water never seen anything move so fast and very gently tried to scoop it then the thing dove down this was a tiny duckling yeah I never knew they could swim so damn fast so scooped it out the customer's daughter was there and uh, she's oh isn't it cute and got it out and as I say, very gently, didn't want to hurt the thing. And she said, oh, what are you going to do with it? And I pointed over and I said, yep. well, there's a barbecue there. Oh, poor kid, she did not like that. Her, the customer, her father, <laughs> thought it was hilarious. So, um, yes, apparently I'm, I'm in the bad books there. Could this be the, uh, the new family pet? No. We have a cat and a budgie, that will do. Because <laughs> if we get any more pets, I know I'm going to be the poor sap who has to look after it, and I don't have time for that. Hmm. So, was the uh, the little duckling by itself? It was. No mama duck. No little brother and sister ducks. We have no idea how it got into that yard. It couldn't fly, but and the yard was sealed off. So um, that's a mystery. And no, we did not cook it. For the record, Ooh. we didn't. It's too small. Not enough meat on it. Anyway, it's talking pools, not talking ducks and barbecue. Ducks. Dive season's underway for you, I believe. <coughs> it is indeed, yes. So, um, usually in New Zealand, officially... Summer kicks off this weekend. Labor weekend is coming yep. up. It's um, national holiday, um, and that's usually when swimming season kicks off. But the, um, the summer has <coughs> been a little bit better this year than what it has last year. 
So um, the grounds, I think I mentioned it on the last last show, the grounds starting to dry up a little bit more now. Um, the water table and the ground starting to reduce. So um, yep. yeah, people are calling up left, right, and centre at the moment with the pools that have been leaking, and the majority of them have said. We know it's been leaking, it's been leaking for about 12, 18 months, but obviously we've mm. had a lot of rain and it's been holding. Um, but now, yeah, the phone's starting to go hot. Um, did two last week, and unfortunately, it's um, it's messed up my ear, which is a little bit annoying, actually, because I've got four dives that I need to get to. Um, possibly another one's come through again today. So, this isn't the uh, yeah. the ideal situation to be in at the start of dive season, which is a bit frustrating. So, uh, my ear feels like it's blocked with water. Um, the audiologist had a look at it and did a hearing test and said it, she doesn't think it's right. from diving, um, possibly from the cochlea part of the ear. There you go. And um, hopefully, the medication that um, she's putting mm, on for a I thought it was from all the. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully, we can jump back into the water and get things sorted out. I thought. But I'm yeah, not I went to one yesterday. There's a lag it was in the recording a, um, here, so it makes it interesting. Sorry? I thought it was from all that bloody death metal you were listening to in the van each day, hey? <laughs> That probably doesn't help, you know, and all the GABA music on in the background as well. If you've ever listened to GABA, or if anybody's ever listened to GABA, it's not the style of music I'm into, but it's a very interesting uh, genre. So check GABA. it out. Um, but no, no, definitely not. GABA music, music. I'll, I'll Google that later. Yeah. No clue. <coughs> Speaking of no clue. <laughs> but um, yeah, yesterday... Go on. Sorry. This lag's isn't very it? annoying, isn't it? Either that or I'm very annoying, one or the other. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was um, there was a leaking pool that I went to yesterday. I'm not sure if you have this style of pool in Australia. Um, the Aqua Genie style pools. Not by name, them? but Google will help me. So, basically, the return and the skimmer is... Ah, oh, yes, one. I know those. So, the skimmer looks like your standard skimmer. Yep. And then the return point is... It's almost like a grill at the bottom of the um, um, the skimmer, skimmer part itself, the suction mm-hmm. point. So, um, the... Uh, just looking at the pool and the surroundings, the ground's dropped. They've had their skimmer line replaced once already. There's trees all along one side of the pool, which is where the skimmer's located. Um, so, you know, first impressions, you have a look at everything, you think, yeah, that's probably the return, yeah. the return line. But there's, there's no way that I know that you can pressure test the... Um, the return point because you just it, you just can't seal off mm. um, the return. 
once you take that grill off, you've probably got an inch, roughly, you know, 20, 30 mil um, of where you can get your hand in, but then there's no way of getting the bung, a plug, inside there and capping off the other uh, return point. Okay. So, yeah, that one was a little bit, bit interesting, but um, fill the water up right to the maximum to the coping stone and then die test it. And, uh, yeah, lo and behold, the dye was being sucked through, so that indicates that that line's yep. got a fault in. I do, it was quite funny, actually, I was, on my leak detection kit, I've got a tiny little mirror, little circular mirror, and it's on a, um, it's on, like, a little um, extendable metal pole that you can bend and put in all different mm-hmm. positions. Um, unfortunately, I dropped it. And it shattered the mirror. So I had to think outside the pool a little bit today because obviously I need to dive and uh, die test inside the mouth of the um, uh, this this aquagenic point. So I had to take my my mirror off the van, the inside right. mirror, and use that, and it worked perfectly. So I could get a perfect view. That didn't drop it, didn't break it, and it screwed back into the van perfectly. That is indeed thinking outside. Um, that explains your ear injury as well. <laughs> it explains how you injured your ear as well. You broke What's a mirror. That? Seven years of bad luck, mate. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I forgot about Forget that. Forget the doctors. Ask I've been diving for seven years, mm. now, Yeah, the um, <laughs> that type of skimmer, the Aquagenie, I've seen only a couple similar. I don't know if it's that particular brand, but other similar ones, and I found circulation to be a major problem. Uh, certainly, wouldn't want to use it in a, a big pool. Uh, I've yes. seen that type of thing in above ground pools and little plunge pools, but um, yeah, uh, the, I can't see how they would avoid having dead spots. Unless it's you know an oval or circular pool, so that's that's the first big red flag that comes out for me yeah. on those. Um, but yeah, earlier on we were talking about um, uh, you mentioned no clue how it happened. I was speaking with my wife earlier on the phone earlier today, and just jokingly I said, "Oh, okay, honey, what what are we going to talk about on the podcast today? Well, what are Shane and I going to discuss?" And she said laughed and said, I have no clue. And I thought, brilliant, that's perfect. Some of my customers over the last week or so have absolutely no clue. So what we're finding now, last Saturday, just a few days ago, uh, the weather was 36 Celsius. That in round figures is about 97 Fahrenheit. It's the hottest October. It was the hottest October day since one particular day in the 1960s. So it's unseasonably warm for us here. So needless to say, all sorts of new customer inquiries wanting servicing by the weekend. Uh, also, a few customers who are not regulars but casuals. You know, they'll call up. Oh, yes, you're out here. Last summer, can you come out again and check my chemistry? The water looks beautiful. It won't need much chemical. And you know, given the rainfall we've had over winter, it's going to be as corrosive as hell. But 
some of the regular customers who cancelled over winter uh, uh, present their own set of challenges. So one in particular, and this kind of embodies everything wrong with what a customer can do. Monthly servicing, pays his bills on time, not the sharpest tool in the shed, but not everyone is. A couple of months ago, he got the text message the night before saying, oh, your pool will be serviced tomorrow or around this time of day. And he texted me straight back and said, oh, no, we'll cancel this month. We'll leave this month. Do it next month because, you know, save some money. And I said, skipping services does not save you money. It just means that it postpones payment. As you know, it'll always cost a lot more to bring a pool back than it will just to maintain the thing. Following month, send them a message. I'll have a technician there tomorrow morning, this time. Again, oh, we'll leave it this month as well. The pool looks okay. My standard thing is you cancel twice last minute, then boom, you're off the regular service list. I can't afford to keep having time scheduled each month or each fortnight or week or whatever it may be for a particular customer just to have them cancel at no notice. So told him all that. Last week, he, uh, week before last, sorry, he said, oh, I need my pool serviced again this week. I said, this week there's no chance. I can do Friday next week. When we've, I've got someone in the area, uh, I'm not going to drive out to the middle of bumfuck no, I mean, middle of whoop whoop, just to uh, service a one-off pool. That one slipped out. Anyway, got a technician there on Friday. <laughs> the customer told me, oh, the pool's not green, it's water's really clear, just a little bit of dirt in the bottom. Well, what he didn't tell us was that the 50-foot-high tree something like a maple kind of leaf on it, had dropped thousands upon thousands of leaves. And this is only maybe 20, 30 feet away from the pool. Dropped thousands of leaves over the winter. So there was this carpet of leaves on the pool floor, a lot of dust. Without much organic matter, phosphate levels were through the roof. So the only way to attack this, couldn't use a propeller vacuum, couldn't use a a hose vac through the, the skimmer, It was basically, right, start off by scooping as much stuff out as you can. And my guy did did that. Obviously, that stirs a lot of gunk up. And uh, the water was cloudy. So he did a clarifier treatment, said to the customer, and I followed up with a text message to him on the Friday, look, we've got to come back on Monday. The pool, please don't swim in the pool. It's not been treated we've started the cleanup uh we just ran out of visibility in the water anyway that same afternoon friday afternoon he sends me a message oh it's really hot we'd like to swim i said no the water is not safe for swimming saturday morning again he sent me a message oh is the water safe for swimming yet it's it's a really hot day i said no you cancelled two months of servicing it was very dirty we're partway through the cleanup process. Unfortunately, it's not safe for swimming. Then he tried to negotiate on it. Oh, but it'll be okay if we don't put our heads underwater. I said, no, do not touch the water. Monday, technician was back there for the next stage. Spoke with the customer's wife who said, oh, yeah, my husband and took the kids into the pool on the weekend for a couple of hours. 
And why why do people do this? Why do they not listen to us? It's the same as when you tell someone, uh, and some of it's a cultural thing, so people from certain cultures tend to try this more, they'll negotiate with us. Oh, you've said that the system needs to run for eight hours, but that's going to use a lot of power, so can we just run for four? No, eight. Was there anything unclear about what I said? Uh, same as pool shops. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was. Uh, Maybe me on my own uh, one week answering a question where somebody looked at people taking samples to pool shops and getting chemicals when the technician at the pool shop says, you know, add two kilos, whatever amount of sodium bicarbonate in this way, go home and do that. You know, six months later, I go to their house, they've called me out, and I see the unopened packets sitting in the garage on the shelf. I think, well, why do you not follow our advice? Why even ask? So um, I don't know if that's a problem you have often. People just plain not listening. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen it a few times, to be quite honest with you. Um, not so much now with the regulars that I have, but in the past, um, I've seen, well, I haven't seen, sorry, I've heard, and I, I've heard of people swimming in a green pool yep. recovery that I've treated, um, and then actually coming back a few days later, expecting everything to have dropped down to the bottom, and it's, it's, it's still cloudy as anything and then finding out that they went swimming um that's something that's always really puzzled me i mean why would you want to swim in a green pool and then let alone it's full of chemicals yeah i i tend to be very blunt with customers now when i'm doing say a flock treatment uh and i need it to be settled Mm. i tell them okay do not touch the water do not try to help with the cleanup by scooping or scrubbing. That is the opposite of help. If you disturb the water, it can make the treatment fail. It will cost you a lot more money. There is a very precise process. We know how this works. Mm. Yep. Then we've got... Um, then next thing I say is, as far as you are concerned, this pool does not exist. Please do not go inside the gates. I've been back with flock treatments where they've decided water was still cloudy, so I turned the system on to run it through the filter. Well, great. Now you've clogged your filter up as well. Uh, I'll tell people, there are possibly bacteria in this water that want to kill you. Do not go into it until I finish treatment. Or I've just gone very heavy on the chemical treatment. Yeah, that's always going to be good There are bacteria in here that may be able to kill you. If not, make you very, very sick. I'm not joking. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes it may be an exaggeration, but look, where there's algae, there's bacteria. You never know exactly what's in the water unless you want to take it off to a, a microbiological lab, which no one's going to pay for. Uh, when I go heavy on chemical treatments, yeah. look, do not touch the water. If you do, it will burn you. So that's how how blunt I am with people now. Um, the whole, oh, it's best if you don't swim, that gives them the option. So, uh, yeah, being blunt is good. Blunt is brilliant. 
I just wish people would listen more often. Yep. And just as you were saying, usually, <clears throat> yeah, but usually when you bring money into the other uh, conversation, uh, uh, how it's going to become a lot more expensive, um, that's something I, I notice always seems to work. Generally. So, yeah, I recommend yeah. that one. But why anyone would, as you said, why would anyone want to swim in a green pool? I got called out to a job year, year and a half ago, about a year ago, start of summer, and they wanted to convert from normal salt to mineral salt, so basically just had to do a chemical service. Got out there, the entire pool, walls and floor, covered in brown algae. It was this, you know, the brown fuzzy stuff? It was horrible. And... I put my yeah. tester down, looked at it, and I said, oh, I wasn't told this was a, an algae treatment. I was told this was just converting over to, to mineral salts. And the guy was there, the, the customer's husband, actually, a strange arrangement with that family. But he was there, and he said, oh, is that a problem? I said, well, yeah, it's a lot more work to make the pool safe for swimming. He said, oh, the kids have been swimming in the pool all weekend. Is is that going to make them sick? I said, yeah, possibly. He said, you, you're serious? I said, it's entirely possible. Where there's algae, there's bacteria. That's like a mantra for me. Where there's algae, there's bacteria. Um, not to mention viruses and moulds and fungus and yeast and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, it's simple as that. The other thing I've never seen as much before as I have this year, is dead rodents in pools. The number of dead rats, especially, we're pulling out of pools is unmatched. Never seen anything like it before. So I think we need a visit from the, the Pied Piper of Hamelin, or whatever he was called, uh, get the rats out of the city. But again, rats die in a pool. Some of them get pretty ripe. I mean, if they're on a monthly service, I don't know if that rat's been sitting there for three and a half weeks. Uh, yeah, that's when I go pretty damn heavy with the chlorine treatment. Mm. Uh, start up with the chlorine dioxide, uh, which I spoke about with Wayne a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, uh, don't take chances. Yeah. And when another thing I find very helpful to say to people is I have a benchmark for when a pool is ready for swimming. Would I jump into that pool myself with my own children? If I tell you it's not safe for swimming, that means I would not be in there. I would not allow my children to be in there. That's it. You've been told, I've warned you, I've told you in writing that it's not suitable. If you jump in, it's not going to come back on me because you've been warned. But most importantly, just don't postpone your bloody servicing. Finding the time to go back to these jobs, which need two or three trips, not just the standard service, or if it's a you know a major clean-up that takes an hour or two rather than the, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes that a pool might normally take, that makes it really hard for us. That makes it damn hard when we've suddenly got to fit in, you know, three, four times as much service into the day. So... Uh, when customers repeatedly ignore our advice, I just tell them, look, if you're not going to follow our advice, we can't help you. You need to find someone who's going to put up with this bullshit. 
maybe I'm just getting old and grumpy in my old age. Yeah. Do you think that's changed over the years since you've been in the industry? Uh, I. There have always been people who think they know better. Uh, Back from the old, oh, you don't need to add any fancy chemicals like bicarb or Mm. calcium. Just acid and salt. No, you always get them. Look how clear the water is. We've been over that a thousand times. Um, But it's the people who you give them advice, the, the thing that really irks me. You know, leave it running for eight hours. Don't swim for half an hour. If I've put monoposulfate in a pool, I tell them, do not swim for half an hour. Oh, we'll swim in 15 minutes. I say, and I say, okay, if we're going to halve it, an hour you can't swim. That you can halve. Uh, why, why do they not listen to us? We are the experts. We are the people who know what we're talking about. I don't care if they've looked something up on mm. Google. Um, no, what I say goes, while I'm servicing a pool, it is my pool. Uh, had an interesting one the other day. Somebody said, oh, I searched on ChatGPT. You know, the AI thing which generates text, it basically searches the web and does all this. Oh, I searched GPT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did a couple of searches on ChatGPT. And some of the stuff was made sense. Uh, one one thing it did advise for, I think it was a green pool recovery, uh, was consult a professional, get a professional in. I thought it's about the only good thing it says. But search for black algae on chat GPT, you're going to be mm-hmm. smacking yourself in the forehead out of frustration. So uh, Dr. Google looks to have been superseded. Watch this space. That'll be uh, interesting to see what people come up with. <laughs> yep. So our jobs are still safe at the moment then, for now, at least. Well, I think a lot more people are going to be moving towards that approach to searching for information. Uh, I know that the topic of chat GPTs and AI solutions have, have come up more and more, almost exponentially, over the last few months. Uh, it used to be something you'd hear about very, very occasionally. Now I'll hear it mentioned several times mm. a day. So it'll be interesting to see how badly people cock yeah. things up by following that advice and then having to get us back to troubleshoot and fix the actual problem and the stuff-ups they've made themselves. <clears throat> so... Uh, Lost your sound. Couldn't hear a word of that because you're muted. There we go. Better? Better? Sorry, mate. Um, one thing I noticed as well on um, homeowner Facebook, uh, predominantly oh, Facebook shoot me groups, now. Um, you know, where they throw out ra- random, <laughs> random questions. Any suggestions on this? <clears throat> you know, when you're you're trying to help people with, um, you know, good solid um, knowledge and information, um, but yet they tend to take advice from the yep. neighbour next door who's been looking after his pool for five years because it's worked for him. You know what I mean? So. 
I'm think I think I'm kind of giving up on um, these groups myself. I've. It's interesting seeing some of the questions. I've completely given up on them. I think there's one I haven't got around to deleting yet or removing myself from it yet. But so often you'll see stuff and you think you're going to harm someone. This is bad advice. And I've had a couple of admins back when I used to be in them, a couple of admins of this type of group contacted me and said, oh, all you ever do is ask for the volume of the pool and what the chemistry levels are. Can't you just give advice? Well, no, not without knowing how big the pool is. And I've, I've seen on professional groups as well, groups for certain groups for pool professionals, where they'll say, you know, throw in 10 gallons of liquid chlorine or whatever it may be. Mm. Well, no one's ever mentioned the volume of the pool. How, how can that be a sensible number? Is it a 1,000 litre spa? Yeah, what's that, 250 gallons? Yeah. Is it a 2.2 million litre Olympic-sized pool, whatever that mm. is in Imperial, I forget now. But how, how can you say, do this without all the information at hand? Uh, and I've had some of the bastards... Uh, on the homeowner groups, yes. they've contacted or they've replied saying, oh, no, you're wrong. I used to own a pool or I've owned a pool for three years, as you say. You know, Well, fine. Obviously, your three years of owning a yeah. pool means more than 29 years in the industry and certifications here in the USA. And yeah, uh, pool, home, pool owner groups, nah, don't waste your time. Other trades agree. I know builders, I know electricians, I know plumbers who all, all say no, nah, yeah. not going to waste my time on there. It's just frustrating. Mm. Yep. So. And it's probably worldwide as well. Uh, I pretty much guarantee it. I would pretty much guarantee it's all over the planet. So all over the world, there are tradespeople getting absolutely pissed off with homeowners think they know better. <laughs> We're not alone. Anyway. <coughs> no, definitely not. Today turned out into a bit of a rant, didn't it? I felt like you needed a bit of counselling today, Peter. Yes. I hope you've got yep. everything off your it's chest good. and you feel a lot better. Just got <laughs> uh, four more jobs this afternoon. It's, it uh, what, near enough to 2pm here, so only four more left this afternoon. So that'll be fun. I will leave you to finish eating your dead yep. rat or whatever it is that you uh, mix with rice there. Uh, do not tell pigeon. pigeon okay do not tell your wife that i spoke about the food like that um yeah just don't in fact andrea you can edit that bit out i don't want to get in trouble with his wife <coughs> she listens to every episode i'm sure uh, my wife tried listening to a couple and she's just there, her eyes are glazing over and she's just yawning and I said, you don't have to do this, it's okay. 
The funniest one was when I said, oh, I'll teach you how to maintain our pool at home. And she, she, you know that look that wives give their husbands when he said something that's deemed stupid? And uh, she said, why can't you look after our pool? I said, well, I spent yeah. all day doing that. Why would I want to come home and do the same? So I've roped my uh, daughter, uh, 13-year-old daughter, into uh, maintaining the pool. It was quite funny when I spoke to her about when I spoke to that a year or so ago uh, to her about it. Uh, I said, "That's all right. I'll help you with the tricky stuff, but you you'll be right." I was, I was servicing bulls at the age of twelve, and um, cheeky girl. Next thing I know, got home that night and saw her on on her computer at home. She was searching for robotic pool cleaners. She was looking for a robotic pool cleaner to make her job of maintaining the pool easier. I said, I happen to know a guy who sells those things, but um, what do they say? If you want the most efficient way to do something, ask a lazy person. That would be her. Yep. Very smart. Oh, switched on kid. It's scary sometimes. Both of my kids are. If only they could use their powers for good and not evil. You'll get there as yours get older. You'll see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I've got to go to a green pool recovery now. That'll be fun. Hmm. Good luck, mate. Hopefully they don't start swimming in it. They will soon feel the chlorine if they do. And they will be warned. Anyway, you have yourself a bloody good rest of the week. You take care of yourself out there. Uh, and listeners, any questions, any topics you'd like covered, please send your emails to talkingpools at gmail.com and uh, Rudy will then send it off to whichever host or hosts he deems most appropriate. But other than that, have a great time out there. Baru. Cheers, Peter. See you later. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 